0: Welcome back to the 573 Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Ebers. And I'm co-host, Travis Owen. Casey Carter. <laughs> That's
1: Casey Kimry Casey- to my right. <laughs> That's
0: Casey Kimmerry. And this is Austin Carter. And we are doing our last segment of the Barstool Buck Strategies. It is two days prior to the season ending, and so we're going to do a little season recap. And uh, who knows where this shit show is going to go, because... Um, It hasn't been too interesting of a second half of the deer season, but uh, if you guys are intrigued and listening to us ramble, then uh, stay tuned. All right, guys, so we'll try this introduction again. I'm Steven. I'm Austin. I'm Casey. And I'm Travis. Damn, that was smooth. <laughs> we're getting better. I know. It t- it took I, didn't know
2: we were, I didn't know we were... Take I didn't know we were... Like Austin said, Perfect. I thought the music was going to cut and then we were going to do it and the music was still going. Huh? Anyways, so, we're here now. Yeah. Welcome, and everybody. We made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Thanks uh, Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're talking whitetails today and uh, bringing in the new year with... Uh, no no new bucks down. Sorry. No bucks down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you were looking for glory stories, this is not the way. Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, I, by the time this one airs, the fat lady will have sung. Now, I'm going to give it my best shot. I've got two more days till the season's out, and I'm going to be out there at least in the afternoons. And I've had some I've had some close encounters and I've even pulled back on a buck. But I just not have have not been able to get the job done. Weird south winds the next two days, so I know and east. Yeah. So. Oh really? You yeah.
1: Know,
2: this your south, typical late with that, season I winds, with right? That <laughs>
3: snow
1: coming,
2: not. in, I thought we'd have had some north. Yeah, things.
4: that's but what I was front, hoping on. The yeah. so uh, front's think, coming in though, man. Yeah. It, that's gonna get them moving. Yeah. Well, it, said, it I
1: I just checked the weather, and it said that it was like a south southeast wind. I with was snow? like, uh, yeah, with snow. It, Thank for, you, for Missouri. Friday and Saturday. And I was
0: like, never heard of that one before, but okay. Well, if I could have anything, I really like watching a field one night and then it, the wind being the exact same way the next night. So I know exactly how they're going to move, especially right. this late season. They're yeah. so patternable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, man, um, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about the next two days.
2: Dude, I wish I had a buck for you come on. I got, I bought a.
0: I bought a whole acre of standing beans from
2: the farmer, and I ain't had a good buck hit it in daylight yet. <laughs> it really. might happen this weekend with the snowstorm. How'd but... you,
4: how'd you go about? Not to get off topic, I don't even know what topic we're gonna go with. But <laughs> I'm gonna open up with, how do you buy beans from a farmer standing in the field? Did he just like say, "I'm getting so many bushel per acre"? This is what they're bringing a bushel, bushel, or?
2: Yeah, I call. I seen him combining, and I said, "Hey, how many bushel per acre are you getting?" He said this. I said, "Can I buy one acre from you? You leave it standing over there by my stand." He said, "Yep, I'll leave them standing." He there. said,
1: "Nice. I don't have to even harvest yeah. it or move it." Yeah, he, it. he don't he gotta. Have then he ain't it. gotta haul it. You know. Yeah. And I just
2: gave him what it's worth. You should cut
1: him in half. Nah, gotta help him.
2: <laughs> Otherwise, they just ain't gonna leave you no fucking bean standing. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So that's the why. That well, is.
1: I've been seeing a bunch of deer on beans and. I found a buck for Steven. <laughs> and I said, "Hey, listen, I won't be mad if you go and ask this landowner. You can even you can do it. There's a riverbed that you can walk through and a tree you can jump right into. It's a the furthest shot's 90 yards. There's a bottleneck. It's perfect." And Steven said, <laughs> I don't, I don't think it went quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, no, I've been it, it was like some bucks. It went for, it went about like this. Okay, I'll probably do that. And then the next day, hey, I'm on the new place. And I was like, that doesn't look like the new place. And he said, oh,
0: not that new place. <laughs> yeah, I uh, happened to get some permission where I found a bunch of sheds last year. And I figured. That's a pretty good place to start. At the big
2: shed field? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So That's I got. I get too. to hunt there the next two days you know like he said he's gonna hook you up with spot yeah it's always cooler killing a deer you got some history with right
0: and you know what travis would have had a lot of satisfaction because he's been scouting these deer every time he gets off work Mm -hmm. so hopefully one of us can get permission in the in the following year when there's a little more time and uh, capitalize on that field. I'm going to do it next year. But the
1: drive to go ask, I I Facebook stalk these people. I know every member of their family. I know every number they ever (laughs) used to have.
2: He's just kidding.
1: (laughs) Every number they ever used to have on Google, none of them are connected. (laughs) No, for real, that's how I found my
2: lease, man. You talk about that. But, like, I got on Onyx, and people were always like, man, I want to hunt that place over there. I'm like, yeah, I want to hunt that place just like everybody else does. There's always deer there. And I got on Onyx, and I'm like, "What happens if you Google search this? Google searched it, nothing. Went back, Google searched it in a little different way, you know, basically typing in some things like the tax address and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and and I put in the area code, pulled up a number, gave me a number, gave me a phone number to a house. Right. And I was like, holy cow. Called that number. That lady called me back, and said, Hey, um. They don't live here no more, but they built a house next door. I bought their old house. I'll let them know that you called, and they oh, ended up calling me, and I got that lease. That was my first ever lease. I'm like, damn. <laughs> that <laughs> you know? is that is That worked is out nice. good. <laughs> oh, shit. See, I
1: messaged the the one person I needed to, to actually get a hold of. She has it to where I can't message her unless I'm a friend of a friend, or I can't even add her or nothing. Right. Oh really? Yeah. Yes, no, so then I I was like, well, let's see if she has any family. And <laughs> Holy <then> shit! They <laughs> had three daughters. That I messaged <laughs> each one of them. I was like, hey, I have some questions about your parents' land. Please give them my. You notes.
2: messaged all three daughters
1: and their husbands. That's fucking. That's fucking creepy. I was like, listen. I'd been like, Dude, this guy. You were, fa- were talking of the of like family. Christmas dinner. <laughs> I was like, please. I said, I just have some questions about their land. Please give them my number to call. Please, oh, I didn't please. say please that he many times. He said please four times. Please. No, but I was just <laughs> like please. begging, basically, without actually saying please four times. I licked my lips. I was like, <laughs> I was like, just give them my number and have them call me.
0: Uh, please. <laughs> please.
1: I am not a bull. please
0: being desperate this time of year dude no. it, i go well, i go super far to get permission
1: i found this like two weeks ago and i was like season ends soon and i have no other way i was like do i write a letter uh, <laughs> and then i was like nah I'll just drive up there and be like hey i'm that creepy guy on your facebook uh, yeah please give me i permission. found your address <laughs> <laughs> i found your address i drove Damn. three hours please give me permission to hunt your land <laughs> Please. (laughs) Please.
0: I don't think he can emphasize that enough. Please. But I do think Travis brings up a good point as far as when it comes to the late season, is that there's all kinds of food sources. All the experts are talking about food sources and what type of food source to hunt. Well, I'm hunting the food source where I see all the damn deer every night. Right. That's the food source I'm going to be hunting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I will tell you, I have a permission piece that's about a 60 acre piece, 50 of it's a cornfield. And I don't know who the farmer is, but when they went in to get the corn, they left it all on the ground. So it's a 50-acre bait pile, basically, well, yeah. and Tra- I haven't seen a deer on it. Oh, really? I was say, Trevor really?
2: said he'd been seeing deer on cut beans, but I went by my lease tonight, and there was like 30 deer in front of my blind, and that's on cut corn. And the whole month of November, whole month of December, I'm like, why aren't the deer hitting this cut corn? It's phenomenal. It's they dissed the beans under. Yeah. Put in winter wheat, you know, so that kind of ruins whatever kind of bean stubble you had usually. And um, I went by there tonight, and I was just like, "There they are." Maybe it's just you know they've ate the other food yeah, sources that have are ate more out preferred, food and now they're there. And yeah. so there was like I seen I know there was a couple bucks in that group that was out there, you know. So
1: corn corn for whatever reason has not been the ticket this year as much as what it seems like it usually is.
3: Right, especially
1: right. in the cold wet because it seems like. Last year, it was getting super cold, and they were just hammering corn immediately. And then this year, like, I have not seen very many deer at all, and I've seen no big
0: bucks at all in, like, cut cornfields. Yeah, I haven't seen very many deer hit any fields. I don't know. It's weird. I will say it's been a super warm late season comparatively i mean there was i mean but I even right there at the beginning of january degrees, you know yeah yeah i i guess i guess you're right it just it seems like this whole season was pretty warm i don't yeah. know if you guys up until last that. week and yeah. Then, yeah. It, then and then it said all the winter <laughs> all of the time yeah. right now <laughs> but yeah no and i i kind of agree with travis you know i, I cut beans or just standing beans in general have seemed to be the ticket this year at least on the places that I've hunted. But I go back to what I just said is I'm hunting where I'm seeing the deer. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people get wrapped up. Well, I've got this beautiful food plot and I've got, you know, I've got standing beans or whatever. But if you're not seeing but one or two deer a night, you're not in the right place because this time of year – you should be seeing 15 to 40 yeah. a night, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of when you know you're in the right spot and things could possibly happen. Now, I say that, and here I am with tag soup about to happen, but uh, I've definitely had some really great hunting in the late season just because I've found where all the deer are, and uh, I've been hunting the hell out of them, you know?
2: I don't remember if we talked about this on the last podcast, but... Um everybody knows, I've been running a lot of cameras this year. I put that one camera on that scrape, that big scrape that I found. I found it mid-October or whatever. That scrape has continually had bucks hit it all through December and still having bucks within the last four or five days hitting it. Holy cow. It's it's so weird.
3: You hear about that.
2: You do hear about that, and I've never found anything like that. But I've also had pictures on this camera of does bedding right around this scrape. It's you know it's the only place where I actually get deer bedding on my cameras really and uh, for whatever reason bucks just still come back and and check that all the time.
0: If I was a guessing man, I would say possibly (laughs) because those does are there, they're they're hoping that something else is going to come in. I mean, until those antlers drop, they really still are looking. Speaking of not really focusing too much.
1: Do all those bucks have both sides?
2: They do. I do have pictures of one buck on a different farm that has lost both sides. I'll be darn. Yep. Really? I don't have any pictures of any deer holding singles. So. It tells yeah, me a lot of them haven't dropped, but I'm sure right? there's more there's, than two every year. There's some out
1: there, but you hate to go disturb beds and stuff to, right. yeah. to go don't pick go up on. one set of sheds. Blow, and, blow yeah. out your... I hunted
2: some public a few years ago. I was hunting on... Uh, it was New Year's Eve, December 31st, and I was hunting... And some rabbit hunters come through and they kind of ruined my hunt. And I actually, they ran a buck to me. I shouldn't say they ruined it. They ran a buck to me and he ended up spotting me at about 50 yards. He was out and he was walking out the a trail He looked up, seeing me. I was like, ah, oh, dang. And he took off and they had run him out of a spot. And I was like, well, he's a pretty good buck. And then they came through with their dogs. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to hop down and just maybe hunt from the ground, just kind of slow walk, and uh, end up picking up a fresh shed. I mean, it was just covered in blood that day. I was like, holy cow, that's awesome. That was on public ground, you know. Yeah, like, that is cool. That's cool. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: It was a nice, nice shed, shed, too. <laughs> I like that one.
1: <laughs> just show, it goes to show you better be on the public ground whenever they're shedding because kidding, otherwise yeah, somebody else is going to pick up. them up. Yeah. Right, right.
2: Yeah. Sometimes uh, rabbit hunters, squirrel hunters, that kind of thing work to your advantage. No you kidding. Yeah.
1: So. Tell you what, I, I think I might go squirrel. Uh, not squirrel, but rabbit hunting Saturday if there's a fresh blanket of snow. That sounds like a lot of fun.
2: That does sound fun. I actually yeah. pulled up to my dad's night before I came out here, and I was going to check a camera to see if I need to – I'd really like to shoot a doe on Saturday, but I don't know if that will happen or not. But uh, just check the camera, see if the deer been moving. When I came up to the clover plot, there was about six rabbits that scurried out of it. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Rabbit doesn't sound too bad for no. dinner. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: No I think it'd be a good change of pace yeah, for myself.
4: Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you've I, been grinding it out. All yeah, oh my gosh. I think,
2: and you got the flannel on you, like Cody DeQuesto or something this year? Uh, I do put some camo over top of this.
0: But this is like the warmest yeah, it looks flannel it does look I've warm. ever it owned. Does uh, look legendary Whitetails. Oh, I've, I like I've got stuff, one stuff, those man. It's not quite as
4: thick, but I've got a Legendary
1: Whitetail,
3: too. I used to have a bright blue movie from them with a
1: white... Inside uh, layer, I think for, I thought I was hot shit in high school, man. I think for, for Christmas one year,
2: my mom bought me is like it was like a leather like overcoat and it was like quilted on the inside. It had the big stitched white tail in the back. That thing was cool. Oh. I, I liked it. I
0: was like,
3: that's cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: Makes me look kind of old, but you know, it looked like something my grandpa would wear to Christmas or something. You know, he's like,
0: yeah, yeah look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping the red flannel would bring me some luck too. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. at this point, you always see those badass whitetail photos with yeah. the guys wearing the red flannels so had to get me one you got to take them with like an
1: old camera though that oh way, yeah that way it's a little bit blurry it makes it <laughs> sure. look a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit bigger <laughs> um, 20 years from now yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: hell yeah i got you so how does it feel to be tagged out guys because uh you know, this, like, like Carter said, this late season has been a grind for me.
2: Steven, it's hell. I know it's not for this guy because he's like, switched gears. He's waterfowling yeah. and stuff.
0: I just over here I'm
2: over
1: here. hyperdrive. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're talking is what, is January 13th? And the only thing yeah. I'm thinking about is how many tags are you going to put in your pocket for next year, Casey? Because this going to be a lot more than I had this year. I can guarantee you that. I'm looking at Kansas. I'm looking at Illinois. I'm talking to guys I know that hunt Illinois. I'm trying to find, you know, property I can hunt over there. Kansas, I've talked to a buddy, and he wants to go out there and hunt Kansas. He'd like that. So, I'm like, I'm going to try and apply for that tag. I'm planning on going out west this year. I'm like, I I can't. It sucks. It sucks. I bet, especially, like I said, watching that scrape, I've had bucks hitting it. Uh, some pretty good bucks, and I'm just like, man. Steven's thinking. I hate being tagged out. Steven's thinking. I, being... <laughs> I would rather end the season every year with a tag
4: in my pocket. You're lying. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I swear. I swear I would. September 20th. These fucking deer, Carter. You killing anything yet? We better get one down. Season's getting away from us. <laughs> I do. I'll, I'll, admit, I'll admit to getting a little stressed
2: sometimes, but if I could have it. To be perfect it would be kill a kill a decent buck and if I'm just hunting Missouri it'd be kill a decent buck kill a great buck on the last day but that don't happen that often
4: no i like the rut want to kill him in the rut That's i like the rut too i
2: i, I do I, lo- I love the rut but i want to get to where i can kill a deer in the early season it's it's hard yeah, to well, do. i don't killed a, it i killed a buck on opening day one year man i struggle with early season they move they move in predictable patterns i feel like till you know 2 weeks before season week before season and after that it, it just starts changing daily it's hard to get on them
0: well i'm glad that uh you know our first episode with the barstool buck strategies we were kind of bullshitting talking about all the bucks we got on trail camera and how we were a little bit worried about when the end of the season got here that we would be Looking like some fools, but you guys got it done. Yeah, we got a few. Yeah, we got so, a few good ones out. You know, I killed one, then hunted a bunch and didn't kill anything, and then
1: didn't go <laughs> duck hunting because I didn't have time. And well, you kind of had a baby, though. There's, I did have a child. So <laughs>
0: I did have a child. So it's kind of important. Yeah, it was. He takes up most of my days now. <laughs> Absolutely, as he should. And I'm guessing that um, for you, Casey, you had a newborn as well, kind of yeah. going into the season. Yeah. So she's going to be getting a little older. You're already planning next season, you know, things are going to be a little easier.
2: Yeah, I I think I talked about it on the podcast already. You know, I uh, took off from going out west this year. I even debated, you know, having an extra deer tag for a different state this year, but once I found out who's having the baby, Nick's that idea. But, uh, yeah, this year I'm full bore. I'm uh, I'm ready to go. And I'm just chomping the bit, you know, especially because, you know, last time – I, uh, I got points in Colorado. Should draw my mule deer tag this year. Yes. Planning on doing that hunt. And last time me and Carter went out there, you know, he smashed a nice buck out there. And uh, I ended the, the season out there on the last day with a doe. So I'm looking for some redemption
0: out Two in Colorado. Two muleys are coming home for
2: Colorado. Two muleys are coming home for sure. Hopefully nice, one nice from big Wyoming rack. too. Because
0: yeah. I, I plan on putting my points into Wyoming and hunting nice. hunt nice. the draw Nice.
2: Is, yeah. is the draw for mule deer – um, you got to put your application by the thirty first of this month. No, that's it's in May. I know elk is the, you know, thirty first. So it goes along with the antelope then, probably. They're in I the same draw, I believe.
0: Yep, I know that the deadline's sometime in May, and then you find out in June. Gotcha. So gotcha. I'll man. know pretty quick. Are you and, planning
2: on going archery? Or are you gonna go bow, or
0: what are you doing? Well, the group of guys that I go with, they go during the rifle season. So I'm thinking about going with them that. Then I'm kind of trying to like you get know take baby gun. steps,
4: yeah. dude. It. Out west, it's a whole different kind of fuck you. So go out there and kill <laughs> right, go get them. Yeah. I had a little taste of that and with the elk. And mule
0: deer,
1: yes. man. Whenever I was elk hunting, I walked up on a lot of elk. You know, a lot of cows and and small bulls.
4: I didn't never just walk up on a mule deer. Yeah. I mean it. It's see, it's funny you say that because me and Casey's first year in Colorado. Or searching high and low for elk, and then we'd be like slow playing, going through the like dark timber, and the mule deer would just like, stand up out of their bed like, what's up? And we're like, we need mule deer tags. And then so we put in, figured out you had to put in for them, you couldn't buy them over the counter, put in, didn't get, and then the second year we did, and then we went out there and we killed mule deer, and we're like, this is how we thought this was going to play out. Yeah. So it really took three years of scouting to figure out we could do it. You know, I, we weren't hunting them the first couple years, but we were hunting them, you know, we right, were learning and figuring out how to kill them. So when we went and we marched up the mountain on that road knowing that it would stand up by their beds, it had played some out. Confidence. Yeah. We we had some confidence going into that. Every road.
1: time I saw a mule deer, it was like probably 100 plus yards away and usually on the side of a mountain or whatever. So it, no, I never had a mule deer Whenever, but granted, it was a pretty open area too. I mean, there was you could hide in rocks, you could hide in like small shrubbery or whatever. But like chances of walking up on one wasn't that great to begin with. Yeah. And then I I saw some out there, but I never. Also, the unit I was in, I didn't never see any like <laughs> I didn't never see a mule deer that I was like, man, that'd be nice to have on the wall. Right. It was like. I mean, pretty small. And but
2: you guys are talking about, you know, like New Mexico is like the mecca for elk. Yeah. Colorado is like the mecca for, for mule deer. deer. You know They're what I mean? Because every yeah, year we've you know, gone elk hunting, the mule deer we've seen before we even started getting tags. That's what I just said. Maybe. Yeah, we're absolute giants. Oh my gosh.
1: When I lived in Colorado, I did see a lot of big mule. A lot of big mules. So yeah. Big.
4: The first year before I even went elk hunting there's some guys some local guys that go i think it's second or third season rifle elk hunting and they're like oh we don't even go we don't go chase elk if we don't get our mule deer tags that year he's like <laughs>
3: not like, the way i'm gonna start being they're like around. they are so thick
4: and he's killed some dandies he's got he's got like some nice bulls but then he's got some freaking toad muleys and i'm like dude and, it, and i'm not judging anybody But that old boy ain't going too high up on the mountain, (laughs) and he's getting it done. So I'm like, "Eh, he knows he knows something more than I did."
2: Is anybody putting in for antelope this year?
0: I can't. I'm not. No, I do have points built up, but I just where I'm gonna be is not really antelope country. It's gonna be up in the mountains, and they they tend to be on those flat, Flat, hilly, open areas. Yeah. it'd be hard just, to just put, put in i tell you what
1: if, if you ever want to shoot a, a elk with a rifle don't ever go hunting with a bow because you won't go back like i i don't think like i mean if somebody paid for my trip or whatever yeah i would go elk hunting with the rifle but i'll never put in for just a rifle tag for an elk really whenever they're in the rut and you're bow hunting them dude it's like it's the most insane thing you've like whenever a 400, 500 pound animal is screaming at your face, like 60 yards away, your blood just starts running cold. And you're like, you start thinking wild thoughts. You're like, is this son of a bitch gonna fucking kill me? <laughs> See,
2: everybody listen to this though. Travis's got a couple elk on the wall. I've been yep. elk hunting like seven times, never killed anything. Oh, I will happily take the rifle, well, climb the mountain, shoot the elk. He doesn't have to scream anything. He has to just stand there. Yeah. And I'm I gonna agree. be I'm gonna party for a month after that happens. That's the way it's gonna work.
1: Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what units to put in for, and you'll go bow hunting and then you'll say, Yeah. Yeah, no, screw the rifle hunt. That's because, man, whenever I feel like I was spoiled for sure, but also, like, after you experience something. That's like Carter. Carter's experienced the craziest duck hunting, like. Life's been good. The craziest duck hunting plot, starting plot ever. And, like, after that. Where do you go from there? Dude, where do you go? (laughs) Like, if you don't. If you ever go out on your own and, like, get skunked a couple times or whatever, you're just going to be like, this is, this is terrible. I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to keep hunting with Brady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, no. man, that, you can only start so high. You know, you, yeah. you start with a 200 class buck, where do you go? Yeah, back down to one eighty. I mean, I, I, I guess. And
2: I've I've got like I've got the hookup in Colorado. Like a guy knows where elk is, and he's like, you can draw this tag first season rifle. You can go out there and
0: kill them. It's just do first season. The challenge is so much more satisfactory than just it going is. there, knowing we, which is we've part talked of the about didn't Take up, you know, Travis's offer. I've been seeing all these deer out here. There's a buck. That's not the full reason that I didn't want to go all the way to the city and all that, but at the same time, you know, there was a level of I want to get it done on these places that I've been hunting my ass off, right? Trying to get it done. There's a lot of things added into it for you there. Well, the same
4: gig, I was so wound up over a 111-inch eight-pointer because I shot it off my own farm, you know. Yeah,
2: absolutely, dude. I mean,
4: so it's it's
1: badass to do it, you know. I was hyped over a 219, 12-pointer.
0: Wow. Yeah. You who shot who a 219, 12,
1: or, or uh, 119.
3: <laughs> <Yeah. Okay>. Sorry, <laughs> I'm thinking. So I would have been pretty excited about <laughs> yeah. that myself. Yeah. so that
1: was the
4: punchline for this whole podcast. <laughs> you yeah. so shot a 219.
1: <laughs> yeah. you guys thought my season sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't posted pictures, <laughs> but Listen here you us. are.
0: <laughs> you had a great season, if you ask me. I mean, no, going I'd, out, it was good. with the for compound sure. bow, and yeah. that was fun. Hunting hard figuring out your spots and then getting it done that yeah that that's was a hell fun. of a year but then whenever i
1: after i killed that one and then i started going like after rifle season everything was like dude everything was dead or like nocturnal or not where i was i was looking hard for deer and then after like 2 weeks of it i was like well maybe i'll just Focus on ducks. <laughs> did you, <laughs> I'm
2: did not you having... hunt during rifle season?
1: I did hunt during rifle season. Man, man I didn't I hunt Rifle season was tough this year. Yeah. It was.
0: Mm. I've heard uh, through the grapevine that they're sending emails out rant to randomly selected folks about uh, their opinion on the Missouri firearm season. Has any of you guys got that email? No,
2: and that annoys me. I've talked about the emails I've gotten from them before, and they now they leave me out on the one. I
0: really got something to say. Yep. about. <laughs> um, I'm pretty I don't know, and I don't want to speak and and offend anybody, but the Lindsay way you've mm-hmm. heard of them guys, um, they got an email. I don't are they from Missouri? I'm sure they own a farm here, buddy. Yeah. All them yeah.
2: guys that you know do it big, they buy on the south south border of Iowa and then they're Iowa residents then you hop over to Missouri they get two more buck tags they own a little mm-hmm. farm there hard to beat that yeah you know. that's pretty, pretty pretty smart thinking and then you know you own a tag and are I- you own a piece of property in Iowa you're guaranteed three tags so that automatically you can kill five bucks you got oh my a TV gosh. show you need
4: to.
0: Yeah, you gotta. You, you gotta have absolutely. To, yeah, uh, I'm learning that. Yeah,
2: I'm just being serious. one buck September 20th, and then <laughs> Mark Drury's been doing it for years. And yeah. I love Mark Drury. Anybody, Smart guy. Everybody knows I love yeah, Mark and Drury. and they have their lease in Texas. And, uh, so they got their lease in Texas. So yeah,
0: yeah, they do Smart some big guys. thing. Yeah, and then whenever you know the five seven three may go buckless on film this year, I start thinking. Yeah, maybe maybe we should get some more farms in different places <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even think
4: about that like you got the youtube channel going and yeah yeah we got some waterfowl smacking on there gotta get better with the season. old gopro i mm-hmm. gotta
0: figure that out yeah we've got some good footage uh
2: you see the new fourth arrow arms coming out
0: no yeah. i'm Look gonna have nice. to check I see them from
2: AT, ata or whatever they had a video up i like that looks
4: like that would work for me. That's a good one. I haven't had anything on my newsfeed from the ATA show. Usually it's like blowing up. It's because
2: you're probably searching ducks and how to blow a duck call. And, <laughs> i, yeah. I got to get my algorithm figured out. <laughs> when, I haven't when, seen when any new the, products yet. What do you do when all the duck hunters shower together and, and just you got to know the etiquette? Right. We're all pretty, <laughs>
1: more, so, we're all more soap, more <laughs>
0: uh, soap. I think that would be something that, you know, in the future – I would want to attend, you know, the ATA show. Just oh, go see it one time. Oh, yeah. yeah, you'll have a yeah. booth and shit set up. We got yeah. hats and t-shirts. Hey, oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> hoodies. Hey. Ain't that how Jared Sheffler, White Tail Adrenaline, started, I uh, think? just uh, selling uh, his DVDs. <laughs> I think
0: he just, like, walked up to deer and started smacking him with a longbow. And My God, that dude's an animal. On public land. They? We'll
4: just go there. We'll set up in the parking lot in any, like, you know...
0: Hey, you like that be guy the on the, like those guys at concerts and baseball games. Yeah, yeah. Hey, get that. your five seven get three your merchandise. <laughs> 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 yeah, that is it. seriously. You 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 look at
2: that guy and you're like, my gosh. How <sighs> did how did if he did it? Somebody else can do it. And he, I think he was just like, oh yeah, I was a mechanic. But I decided I was just gonna quit that. I'm gonna go hunting. Now deer I come to baseball and, games. And took out a took out a little loan to survive for a year and I'm just gonna make this D V D and try and Because he's not on any of the outdoor channel or anything. He just sells his DVDs and his hats and shirts. He's got that's some really it. good content. It's awesome. I love his videos. Yeah, and They're I think
0: amazing. I think that's something that he also was suc- successful in like doing something that was original. You know yes. what I mean? He yeah. brought he brought that. I mean public, hunting land hunting only public guys, on the ground. And and the hunting beasts, those guys have been hunting public for a long time. But who brought that to light? I think was Jared Sheffler and uh, Whitetail yeah. Adrenaline for sure. Yeah,
2: and he hits the ball out of park, fucking Chancy Walters. That guy is the best person you could ever put in front it's of funny. a video camera yeah. for all of us uh, hunters. I mean, if you don't relate to him, you don't relate to anybody. <laughs> I mean, just, that guy's awesome.
0: And if you're not familiar, Travis, you're giving me that I'm a waterfowl look. waterfowl <laughs> water hunter. Carter's probably got the same look. Yeah, We're me and Carter are looking at it. I'm a simple minded individual. I watch We're the series on them. Facebook and I go hunting. We're going to have to let them borrow some Whitetail Adrenaline uh, DVDs. I do know the Whitetail Adrenaline guy. He, yeah. He's he got shit on Facebook all the time. That's yeah. awesome. Rusty Creasy.
1: Um, We got <laughs> Jeff Foyles. We got, uh, oh, Tim. Uh, Dang, he's from Tennessee. I can't remember. Wells? Yeah, Tim Wells. Yeah, Tim uh, Wells is from or, Tennessee. Well, no, 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 no. Not Tim Wells. Tim... Uh... The
4: Slock Master? No, Tim Wells oh. is not Tim Wells Tennessee. is a Slock Master. Dang it. <laughs> I feel terrible for Where are going
1: with names? This, these are uh, I was, guys. I was na- naming Waterfowl guys. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, I can't gotcha. even remember right now. I was, right I was now like, I man, terrible. are these
2: the guys on White Drones? Joe I don't
1: Hines, know these names. Nick J. <laughs> Toast. There's... Yeah, listen. I can. We can do this
0: name throwing all <laughs> name day drop, long. Name I think. Drop. I think that's what uh, you know. I like. We got this great you know group of guys that Ooh, well bring a little in Sons nature. Of <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're on a whitetail podcast talking Gentlemen. about mule deer, waterfowl, and buck rabbits. Travis <laughs> shot a buck sometime. We yeah. About that. Yeah, I went out one weekend. <laughs> uh, just in between duck hunting, I thought I'd slip out. Right. Exactly right. Smoke them. Super good. Buck. Tim Grounds, that's who I was thinking of. Oh, he's a
1: great yeah, he's you. He's thank one you. of the greats. Like, listen, there's like the Duck Commander guys, the, and then there is him, and then there is Jeff Foyles. Those are like three of the people who literally started the duck hunting industry. Nice. Rant over. Sorry, <laughs> Whitetail Hunters. <laughs> okay. Back to Whitetail. I transition. Yeah. Um, one thing that have you guys been seeing as many coyotes as I have? Oh, my gosh. Dude, I've been blown away. We talk about coyotes. Too. Yeah, we can talk I'm about coyotes. i with
0: that because that, I've never really <laughs> been into coyote hunting until I killed, this year.
2: I've killed four already this year. <laughs>
0: That's fucking impressive. That's with impressive. with, my, that is with impressive. a rifle. Yeah. That is but impressive. I'll tell you what,
4: they're getting thicker because I'm not getting to be a better trapper. Mm-hmm. But if I can catch seven coyotes and a bobcat in a week, like – they they that's pretty here. good. They're they were here, bigger. pretty yeah. doggone good. Uh, that's that you was... just cut a
2: litter. That's what that was. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's
4: a <laughs> whole family. That's good. Save Sorry, about Peter. thirty. Don't dirties. touch my land. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like they're getting more prevalent. Doggone!
1: I feel like this year I've killed more dogs than Parvo. All right. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, no, Carter's a little offended. Carter didn't know what that is. I don't mean. uh, think. Like, hey, I. I Joe. Carter has definitely killed more dogs than Parvo this year. It's been good. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. I mean Parvo probably. Now. It's pretty early in the a, year. It's I'm been
2: sure. good for a lot of people.
4: Yeah. Like, I talked to a guy. Well, that old oh boy was trying to get permission on goose season. They have killed twenty coyotes since wow. Wow. just calling and hunting since. Uh, I haven't even been calling. I just been hunting. Well, they call, but yeah, he I, killed twenty. He hunt. had a big Fox Pro in his office when we like went in to talk to him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, y'all coyote hunting? I was like no never really got into it and then i was like i just trap a few and he's like oh yeah traps doing good i'm like yeah actually been pretty good he's like i got six this week and he's like we got 20 and i was like fuck me <laughs> <Genius>. <laughs> and like that's not that far away i'm like that's right. doing something yeah which granted that old boy's got a lot of ground to cover which i think's the ticket to coyote hunting yeah. i don't know me and chad Dad. tried one night i will say me and chad i was like hey i'm gonna set reset my traps bring your call out like Yeah, I was like... Would he kill that guy with you? No, he didn't kill with me. He killed that with Wagster. Oh. But uh, I was like, dude, just bring your call. Like, we'll set it up before we go barging in there to reset these traps. I'm like, I got to go all over the country anyways. So we like set up and called, didn't have any fucking luck. I reset my traps and we go to the next spot, do it again, do it again. Next fucking night... On two traps that we reset, I caught a coyote in one and a bobcat in the other, and I was like, thanks for calling him in, Chad. <laughs> like, what are the odds of that? Like, we set up there to hunt, no luck, and then I caught in them later on, but Dude, I've been granted, tra- the trap hunts all night versus just for 20 minutes. But. I've been
1: trying to talk Dad, I'm like, Dad, when are you going to go coyote hunting? Because he runs dogs. And I was like, Dad, when are we going to go coyote hunting? I want to go, Mr. Howard. Yeah, No. Me too, because I haven't been all year, and I want to go because that that shit is wild. Has he
4: been hunting or just
1: no? He had well because he waited and he last t- the first time I asked him, he's like, uh, eh, it's still muzzleloader season. I want to wait. He's like, I, I don't want to mess up anybody's deer hunting. And then I was like, hey dad, today I was like, hey dad, when are you gonna go coyote hunting? He's like, oh, no, There's a lot of coyote. Hun- Tournaments this weekend. I don't want to ruin anybody's hunting. I was like, Dad, when do we get to do our hunting? All right. right. Like, I want to run dogs. <laughs> oh, sure. Dog on. Oh, been... Dad does the dog. Yeah, yeah. dude. We, yeah. oh, dad, you guys yeah, with, like, tell them uh, the oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. about the history. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell them about the history. Oh, well, I mean, so, so my dad's great grandpa had bought the, or it was like either great grandpa or great uncle or something like that. He bought these dogs. And like, hunted with him or whatever, and then he passed him down to my great uncle Durwood,
4: who you he hunted. His first name uh, that I think Just so. Uncle Durwood. We're not really sure.
1: It's my great uncle, so I'm not. That's a sweet name. I'm pretty sure that's his first name, uh, but he uh,
4: Durwood Owens.
1: He no no not a, he wasn't an Owen. He was on my Sounds grandma's like a side, music so <laughs> yeah. but anyways he hunted with them and then he gave them to my dad's dogs or he gave them to my dad. And my dad has bred the same line of dogs for like, I mean, my family's had these, this original bloodline for like over a hundred years. Wow. Damn, that's yeah. awesome, like, century. That's, that's
3: cool.
4: cool. And yeah. he won the July national.
1: And yeah. Like, so I, whenever one? I was a kid, the, okay. so we have a, the, the breed of Foxhound is called a July, July Foxhound. And, uh, there's a july nationals every year and it it's been in north carolina and mississippi and missouri and all it goes all over but uh whenever i was a kid i saw my dad win it for the first time ever and that was all the first time i've only seen my dad cry twice in my life that was the first time and then whenever my grandma died but then he's won it He's won it like five or six times since then. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't dude. know that, man. He's cool. he's got some good dogs, and I. The thing is, like, I wish I wish I was a better houndsman like he is, but like I go with him, and I'm just like, yeah, pretty cool. We're killing coyotes, like. <laughs> yeah. But my brother, my brother, yeah, Lowell's pretty, big yeah, Lowell's into dogs. it. So
0: I was gonna say, who's gonna who's gonna pass it on? Yeah, I know. I was like, well,
1: <laughs> I would like to have like at least a few of them. You know, like buy a few. Or at least breed them out of the same line. That way, I have some, but I can't. I can't run where I live. Travis, you're
2: big into the waterfowl. Do you got a duck dog?
1: I do not. You don't? Well,
4: no, everybody else does. That might
2: be something you take two more. Yeah. You know, you well, well
4: I I've thought about it heavily. Don't buy a dog, then you'll quit inviting me. Well, uh, I'm not yeah. going to buy. Carter's it. out. Boy. I'm not. I'm That's not going to him, yeah. him and I'm Cash not.
2: are sitting at home with the gun on the cooler, going, "Where's somebody? I'm not call a duck
4: us. hunter. I just got a dog. Yeah. And I hide good. And I how to keep my fucking head down. Right. No,
1: that was. No, I definitely, that dog has definitely got you a bunch of hunts. <laughs> <laughs> he's at a Not just eight, for me. He's
4: had 189 retrieves so far this year. <sighs> it's a good season.
1: That is a good season. Started out yeah. real hot. What a rock star.
4: Yeah. Well, let's start, we started out at like 30 until season. Oh, yeah, that it? was yeah, pretty
1: cool. great. Yeah, well, now, the thing is, I never hunted with uh, Lab hardly in my life. Except for people who didn't know how to train their dogs, and then this year Nick got a dog, <laughs> and my buddy Jeffrey got a dog, and then you've had a dog,
4: mm-hmm. and see, now it seems like I can't go with somebody that now I'm like you don't want to hunt with that. Well, like you're talking about shooting elk with a bow and then go back to a gun. Like yeah, you don't. After want, you, you don't run go over back. like a good dog, it's like a wide. Like last night we hunted, we did really good, killed eleven geese, and like Cash picked one up at like a couple hundred yards out, ammo. Ran on a blind, just freaking pinned one at, like, 200. Like, that's a lot of footsteps, and it's way cooler watching a dog pick up your bird. Yeah. It, like, adds to the hunt, you know? Yeah. No, it's better.
1: definitely, like we were saying, you can't start out too high. Yeah. You can't walk out there and shoot a 200-class buck and then go back to 140s. Yeah. 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 Oh,
0: yes, you can. I, can. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> you could. Well, I can back up, because I got lucky. Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, I have not, Yeah. Been down a few I, that was a lot of sound effects. <laughs> them, old, them old deer, you know, they'll get you. But. Since
2: since we're all over the place, anybody got any spring turkey plans? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, no. here we go. <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, definitely I, Oh, not. my gosh. Absolutely not. But I can't Luther, wait. <laughs> I'm going up north for a week straight. Uh, cleared the books.
4: He means both of us.
2: Dude. So he just didn't say it. <laughs>
4: yeah. I want to go up to, like, I want to go up
3: to
1: Wisconsin. And we talked to him, Dude, I, whenever I went up there to go goose hunting uh, last year, mm-hmm. there was a lot of geese. There was more turkeys. More turkeys. Really? It was like oh. every field I drove past, there was a bunch of turkeys in. And I, I said something to the guys there. I was like, man, you got, got a bunch of turkeys up here. And he's like, oh, yeah, you, I could get you a bunch of permission. I was <laughs> like, mm, might have to take
2: Do you Do they up start an early season shit. up there in Wisconsin or are they later?
4: I would think, I think they're, they're later, later than us. Yeah, I think they're later They go forever. Well, it's weird. You, yeah. know, you, don't and you can Nebraska.
2: Nebraska's just north of us and they're the early yeah. start. G- I skip one night out. You're going in March? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with you. I thought we were going in April. I thought we were going in, in the March. Where I are you going? April 9th. Oh, I haven't heard. In April, did, in the March. Did somebody <laughs> set that in stone? I thought you did.
4: did. No, I didn't. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sometime this spring. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in in Texas for work, and then we're going down for the party, oh, too. Oh, dude. Hey,
1: if you're down you in going, Texas... Are you
2: going to Turkey hunting in Texas, too, while you're down there? You're going to have to pay. I'm fucking
4: living in Texas for two months, I'm going to find
1: somebody. Oh, you're going to be like, down there for two hey, months? Yeah. Oh, hey, goddamn. You're going to have to talk to a bunch of people, and you're probably going to have to end up paying, because... I don't have no fucking money Nine,
2: 99% uh, private you land know, your job yeah. somebody has some turkeys on a piece of property My, that cares way for. more about what that dog's doing than they do about that's what the turkeys are for. doing and that would be cool because I was coming down home with you do a little I don't
4: side hustle. I'll
2: call
1: I'll video yeah, yeah, we video. are
4: supposed to I shouldn't even say anything because I got really bad luck are supposed to hopefully get on a hog hunt while we're down there dude strictly what you just said we're going to properties to run yeah. dogs but there's fucking hogs there Nobody likes dogs. hogs. Yeah. yeah. Last year, they were like, yeah, you can go shoot them, dude.
1: Sweet. I was glad that I killed a hog in Missouri last year, because I guess between... You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, you went they the... had big cutters.
4: If anybody was here to listen to whitetails, we're not going to talk about them tonight, because <laughs> <laughs> Travis is going to tell us about his hog hunt. Dude, I was just... Well,
1: I guess... I don't know. From what I've been told, from like the guys that run dogs and the guys that trap down yeah. there, I guess they're doing a fairly decent job. at O-M-D-C, I mean, they're not—they yeah. haven't wiped them out, and I doubt they'll ever wipe them out. But, but they're knocking the shit. But out they're, of they're out. knocking the shit
2: out. Because, <laughs> oh I, my god, dude, how many of my cousin killed last year?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, last year oh, yeah. in Arkansas, or? no, in Missouri. Missouri. Oh, in Missouri, Southern oh yeah, Missouri. yeah. Carter he County, dog, or something, man. Man. yeah. And yeah, uh, it was man. unreal. It was like every day, and they were killing big ones. Yeah, like, uh-huh. Casey's cousin. Big giant hog. Yeah. Case's cousin. I'm like, it's like a every night operation. Yeah, I feel like it they, was like it was, they were how going they we went, used to coon hunt. Well, you know, it's Just weird like every night, they were just running them. They only
1: move between like certain hours in the night. And then you drop, like, if you drive around all day, like, you basically have your dogs, like, we hunted, we were in a side by side, and the dogs, like, smell in front of your side by side. And if they hit a fresh track, then they go to to barking on track, and then they'll eventually kick that hog up that's in his bed, but you got to find, like, pretty fresh tracks. Cause, really? And I got to stab one with a knife. That was cool, dude. That's what they do in Southern Five. yeah, Yeah, I'd be in a rush. That's dude. what my
2: cousin does. I'm just like, I said, I said, dude, I need to come down and kill a hog. He said, yeah, man. He's like, we just we run the dogs, and then we stab them. I said, what? Dude, they, they <laughs> like, grab God, they damn. grab the back
1: legs, lift them up, and then they give you like a freaking Bowie knife that's like, well, freaking shave hair off your arm. Yeah, and they're like, all right, right there behind the shoulder. Just don't stab, just push it in.
2: For and, anybody concerned about this and wondering about it, they do this because the they don't want to hurt the dogs. You can't really fire a weapon. It's usually. A pile of dogs, from what I understand, surround the hog, and they've got it spinning in circles. Right. And you can't really fire a weapon because they have their hounds around. Oh, dude! And and,
4: and, and plunging and a knife through its heart is going to kill it way faster. Fast oh, absolutely! Shooting. But
1: faster than any arrow shot, faster than any bullet. The only thing faster than that is a shot straight into the brain. Yeah. On anything, like literally, I stuck the knife in, and it fell down and quit breathing. And it was like it was dead.
2: Have you ever seen them guys spear like hogs?
1: Oh no, that sounds like some Tim Well stuff. That's and definitely is some Tim, Tim Well stuff.
2: Shit. And they die very quickly because I mean, oh, that's you got to think blade. that the end of you're basically looking at like a six inch broadhead that comes off that thing. You know, it's a it's a pointed tip. You know, it's it's huge. I it might not be six inches, dude. You're hitting an but artery. But when they throw <laughs> that thing down through that hog, my gosh, it just it's the blood is just unbelievable.
1: Yeah. and they, they done they the gore quickly. hey Peta, yeah, <laughs> we know you're listening and we're canceled <laughs> <laughs> listen if Peta cancels us we're doing something right <laughs> but yeah dude hog hunting one of the coolest things i've done yeah my cousin's been trying to get me coming down. Dude, just do it going
2: on i, I, I like, just been my last two years of my life has been Getting married, having yeah. a baby, well, now the baby's here, and it's just like, yeah, that's you know
1: that that stuff takes years. <laughs> yeah, dude, so. yeah. Just make a weekend that like you just don't plan anything and just make the trip, mm-hmm. even because once you once you're down there, yeah, it's like, oh okay, well everything's all good, but it's it is a pain in the ass to get away from everything because yeah. I really want to
2: go down there too, and I just want to like I just want to go down there and just like bow hunt the, I mean. Everybody, I don't know if you consider it big woods. I do. Uh, it's It's big woods, the biggest. And me and Carter have been down there and hiked for 11 miles one time, never seen a field. So I consider that big woods, big woods in Ohio and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I just want to go down there and see if I could kill a buck, you know, just the Ozark mountains
1: are big woods. Oh, absolutely, they're mountains covered in nothing but woods. (laughs) And they are and they thousands. are
2: mountains, my oh, yes. goodness.
1: Yeah, they are mountains, and there are thousands of acres of nothing but trees. Yeah, and rivers.
2: And I don't I don't know what the highest point is in the Ozarks, but when you when you drop and gain six hundred feet mm. thirty five times, you know over a over a five mile track, you do the math there. Uh, <laughs> That's a lot of elevation gain.
1: <laughs> Changing the topic again, but talking about really fun stuff. Have you guys ever been fish gigging?
4: Yeah. Mm-mm. Dude. No. Uh, Gasconade River in I was in college. Wonderful So evening. much fun. Yeah. Dude, a GoPro strapped to the oh, end of that would be dude. sick. Yeah. I went with some, like, literally we were like, you want to go fish gigging? It's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we like jumped in a truck, drove, not, I don't know, not very far away from Lynn, and he's like, Called some dude and they whipped up and met us at a boat ramp. I'm like, dude, this is kind of wild, kind of sketchy. Going to be a good night. And dude, then it, we stabbed fish. Yeah, you it literally weird.
1: S- stab sucker fish. Yeah. You can't, you can't. No game fish. Yeah, no game fish, just sucker fish. And then they boil like, you do like a, uh, I mean, it's like a fish fry, but you get the, the oil so hot that
4: it like softens the bones on the inside see we didn't get the oil hot enough oh they were bony and i was oh, like next that's time good. i think we should not eat these sucker fish <laughs> is literally the best fish i've probably we scored them ever eating we filleted them all yep and scored then them. they had this get thing that you sent it through and it like it ripped it like scored the the meat and they were like right. oh yeah we'll just go ahead and eat it well, no one told us to get the oil hot. I like pan fried it in a skillet no. the rest of the week, and I was like picking bones out. No. And I was like,
1: "Yeah, that could good. be miserable. I could see how that could actually kill a person."
4: Lots of like quarter inch long bones in every bite. Yeah, no. Wouldn't If you, if it. you
1: heat up the oil, you gotta like deep fry it, but you heat make sure that oil's like super like hot.
4: How hot are we talking? Like 425. Like, because I think you fry fish at 350.
1: I bet you 425 would probably do it. Somebody screaming. Travis has no fucking idea. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Listen, they just said get it hot. (laughs) I turned the heat all the way up, and we fried them like that, and it was delicious.
4: If anyone listening knows more about fish gigging,
1: I could bring some people on here that would know a lot about fish gigging.
0: We do have some uh, episodes down the line uh, with some bow fishing and stuff like that, so maybe. Oh no shit. Maybe they'll go hand in hand. (laughs) Yeah. But. Whew, okay, I don't even know where to go from here. I I will comment back three, four, five topics ago. Uh, turkey We're season plans. <laughs> We're oh, having, yeah, we did talk about turkey season. Oh yeah, um, I'm <laughs> having a baby in uh, right in the middle of Missouri turkey season. Mm-hmm. Congratulations! But I thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Really excited about it. What do, what is the due date? April nineteenth. So Dang, right there at the opener. Yep, <laughs> yep. So I'm planning on depending on how things go. And I know that I'm probably pushing my luck here, but trying Tennessee before Missouri season. (laughs) But we'll just see how the pregnancy goes (laughs) at that late.
2: I was wondering if you were going to go back to Nebraska. You went to Nebraska last year, right? I I want to go back to Nebraska. That was fun. You guys both went? That was a lot of fun.
0: That could be something I do again. And then you went to Oklahoma. Oklahoma was fun. It was a challenge. Yeah, me and Carter went to Oklahoma. It sucked has a lot of trips and not
4: killed a lot of nothing. No. we got one. Mule Our here. last
2: trip though, we killed everything. Everything just started topping all over.
4: So hopefully Dude. your luck didn't run out. Yeah,
1: yeah, no. I mean, Jesus I wonder. Christ. We went a long time. Does Kansas 20th. season open before or at, or I before,
2: before Missouri? What? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, way before. It's the same time. as, like Nebraska usually. Real close. It's longer. Real yeah. close. Yeah. That was another one I've that I I've been going out there.
0: I have about. some
1: hookups in Kansas, actually. Yeah. yeah? I looked at the Me lease too. today.
0: Called just called Public for turkey Land. Hunting. Well, you have any turkeys out there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it doesn't work out and for whatever <laughs> reason, I'm able to to go more. I, I plan on going to Tennessee, Kansas, and Nebraska. That would be Jesus Christ. Oh, you plan
2: on hitting all those?
0: This that year? That's what I want to do. But, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, my plans for the whitetail season – you know, there's things that are going to come up that are going to make those things. You less ain't got a hair
1: on your ass unless you go hunting three days after the baby's here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's one th- it's one th- I don't got a hair yeah. on my ass, but yeah, I, I am mean, lucky because my
2: baby's born in July. Yeah, no, <laughs> so. I'm
0: kidding. I'm kidding. I, I tried to work that angle, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know.
3: I can't wait yeah. for like, God got other Dean plans. God Dean gets
4: to be old enough to hunt. We're going on Dean's birthday waterfowl. Like, he's set up for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We're set up. All right. People laughed at me and they were like, oh, great planning. Yeah.
1: Listen, long game, bud. Long game. <laughs> I'm going to have a mess of kids. They're all going to be born in November. I'm going to have to take off work every single day to so start my money. kid's birthday. I'm going to have to
4: hunt. Yeah. You're going to love hunting. Yeah. I mean, I I, I tell you
2: what, my, my oldest daughter, she's seven now. And, and we talked about taking her youth hunting this year and we went and shot the gun and she just wasn't comfortable with it, you know? So we, uh, we pushed that off, you know, we kind of nixed that idea and no more than like the end of November comes around and, you know, everybody's talking about what happened to deer season. Every time I see my brother-in-laws, we're talking deer hunting and all this. And she's like, when do I get to go deer hunting? You said I got to go this year. I'm like, well, baby, you shot the gun, and you weren't comfortable with it. I said, you know what? I said, but I'm debating getting you a crossbow. I said, do you want to do that? She said, yeah, I want to do that. I'm like, sweet. Nice. Yeah, we're hunting early season next year. I think that's the year. right way Put to bow, go Nice and warm, ground blind. We can yeah, get on yeah. a green plot.
1: Ooh. I said, we're in. <laughs> Just that's all him. you had to say, babe. <laughs> also, uh, you might look into, I mean, I don't know. I bought a suppressor whenever I was a single man, and I feel like that is the best thing that I've ever bought, because I think it's going to help a lot with whenever Dean becomes old enough, like the, the... explosions then. and i think you
2: know i mean i was like the first gun she was shooting we were just shooting to see how she could aim with a scope and it was a 22 and mm-hmm. I, su- I swear it was just an i mean 22s don't kick right so it was it had to be just a the noise that, that, that's a lot that she was like either. you know yeah and she's she was six that's right. the earliest age you can hunt deer in missouri is six so i was trying it early you know just see right. if she liked it and, and she really does she just I mean, she sits there, she watched deer hunt with me and everything, and she's just like, I want to do this. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, cool. I, I watch it all the time. I want to try it, you know. Dude, so Dean can't we're even, gonna do the We're going to do the crossbow thing, you know. it's Dean can't
1: talk that. yet, and I'm just like, you're going <laughs> to like it. <laughs> yeah. It's so much fun. Jada
2: can't, Jada can't talk either, but I'm sitting there and watching deer hunting, and she's just like at the TV, you know, bug-eyed. I'm like, yeah, you get it. Yeah, I know what's up. I'll start putting in those Arizona points we watched, for elk. We watch duck hunting videos,
1: though. I'm like, oh, see, that one cupped up. Yeah, shoot the lead one. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. going to be killing, oh, I hope so. killing some ducks. Hopefully he likes it. I ain't going to force anything on him, but doggone. If he doesn't like hunting, I don't like. If you like baseball, like, man, we're not going to have a ton to talk about. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: i was actually happy you know i i my daughter uh wanted uh she's always been really into horses and i always liked like rodeo and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and, and she really loves horses so we got her horse riding lessons i i love it shit i'm just like gosh damn at least it's something i'm you know right Because like same thing with you she she said well the triplets in my class are playing t-ball this year i might want to play t-ball i'm like fuck All right, yeah we'll go do this <laughs> we'll go do some more sports yeah <laughs> cuz i just i i wish i could care about them but i just, Dude, I, just I don't, don't have you know, any i don't have any desire at no.
3: all
1: in yeah. high school everybody's like march madness and i was like turkey sees
4: no but turkey sees it there is always a, a something to kill when there's a a ball game on and I'm mm-hmm. like later. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> right. you guys don't run yeah. the something. <laughs> you watching the Super
3: Bowl? Like,
2: no, last year I found six sheds that weekend. Right. so yeah. no I'll see you guys next
0: weekend. I can't relate. Yeah, I do you I do like my sports. you like my sports. You sport like, like my sports. sports but guy. hey, there's always room for hunting. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: There's always room for sports. It's whatever you <laughs> yeah. whatever you like to spend your time <laughs> on. That's great. Everybody I has know. free time. Just don't know
1: what they're I ran do. track until I came home. Or I came to school wearing camouflage and face paint, and I was told uh, to get my priorities straight. And I was like, "Okay, I quit." <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "Wait, what?" And I was Been like, "Yeah, patience. no, it's turkey season, dude."
0: <laughs> shit. My priorities. Do you right not have a high, high school degree? Be. What's that?
2: You don't have a high school degree? Oh,
0: yeah. No, I've got one. Oh, no, no, he didn't quit I school. Like, didn't. He was like,
2: I quit. I'm done. He quit track.
1: I quit track. I oh, quit. you quit track. Yeah, I did not quit I, I quit, school. School. Yeah, I quit. I There's turkeys to I'm kill more. teach. Damn. Fuck this place. <laughs> Kids, unless you're trying stay to, in school. Unless you're trying to teach me how to freaking slap mallards in the mouth, <laughs> you can get out of
3: here. <laughs>
4: Yeah, you say that. I think it was like my sophomore year, maybe. It was the first year I could drive because I was like, man, freedom. Yeah. Well, I'm out of here. I turkey hunted every day. Yes. There was a language class that literally I would like be setting up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to stay awake. And I would fall asleep up. <laughs> and I was eating dinner one night. My mom and dad were like, you're not turkey hunting in the morning. And I fell asleep at the dinner table like I'm out. <laughs> and I got up to turkey hunt the next day and I'm gone. And my mom's calling me and I'm like, hello. And she's like, Where the where
2: you at I was like, i'm turkey hunting i gotta go <laughs> dude i haven't had it i haven't I'm had like, it as good as i did in high school in a Dude's long out. time dude i deer hunted every morning dude. turkey hunted every morning yeah. it's awesome
1: those were the glory days too of turkey hunting yeah like dude, dude yeah. early two, yes. like early, early 2000s, 2000s all the way oh. up to like freaking yeah. three or four years
4: ago yeah. when i didn't know how to turkey hunt there was turkeys everywhere yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: yep.
2: I killed I, killed I killed I killed a hundred and thirty something inch eight pointer on a Friday. We went to school and I just didn't come in because I'm like I hit him a little back. I'm gonna give him four hours. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just didn't go to school. And Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lugent, the principal. He had this board of like anybody kills a deer gets to hang the picture on the board or whatever. <laughs>
3: you walked in. and I threw walked it in. At him. I
2: put that picture up, and he's like, "When'd you kill it?" I'm like, "Last Friday, man." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> like, oh snap <laughs> <You know? laughs> I didn't even think about it I was so excited to bring the pitcher uh, out. <laughs> which he didn't he was cool I he was the coolest principal ever
4: yeah. <laughs> my instructor in, in Lynn was like super cool really big into hunting We killed a turkey with him awesome guy uh, and one day I was like hey dude cold it's gonna be like stupid cold like three days before rifle season I was like I'm going hunting and he was like he's like What? And I think there was like a reason I needed to be at school. I was like, going deer hunting, dude. Oh, we got a final? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) And I ended up, I shot my best, my best bow buck at that. Well, that is still my best bow buck. But anyways, shot this deer. And then like the Facebook post I made was like, like, so worth skipping school over. And he's like, not appropriate, dude. I was like, truth. I literally told you I was not going to be here. And then it panned out. I was like, that's what the post. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can't
1: get mad at me for it. I
2: remember, I remember, uh, leaving college. I was in, down in Nashville, Tennessee, and, and, uh, they only give you, like, so many days unexcused before you, like, out of the program right. or whatever, and they're like, you got two days unexcused yet, uh, you know, left or whatever, I was like, yeah. I'll be gone Monday and Tuesday. I'm
3: going home. I'm going home for a four day I budgeted these. Deer out. Season. Right. You know what I'm saying?
2: And they're like, Well you can't miss no more right. unexcused. I'm like, I get that, but I am gone
3: these right. two. I'm I telling will make sure. I can tell you that I right leave, now, I will, will be
2: not excused. be here Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> so yeah. I, I I would drive back, I'd drive back, like get off work at like midnight on Friday. <laughs> drive back, it took me six hours to get back here to Missouri. Dude, I, I remember hunt that morning, I was just like I drove all night, you know, just, like, in a day. It's
1: like, holy shit.
2: <laughs> I can't even see straight. There's no way I'll shoot a deer this morning.
1: i uh, I made sure I... So, to get A+, plus, you have to have, like... certain attendance. A certain attendance rating. And I figured out what... How many... Like, what it boiled down to. How many total days I could miss. And I had it boiled down to, like, I was going to miss this many days of hunting every single year. And then... My senior year, I was going to miss those many days, minus one, because I had to leave one for senior skip day. <laughs> See, and it panned out, and I plus, got A+. plus. swear
2: to God, I did A+, plus. sophomore, junior year, senior year. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm no, they were like, you got to be here more than this. I'm like, that's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh.
2: I was, and my dumb ass gave up, gave it up. Mm. I, I was just like, whatever, dude. I'm just...
1: I was, the it was one we for week hunting. one week before... Well, the, there was a
2: lot of drinking involved, too,
1: Steve. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't... One, it was, this was
2: a whole year ordeal. <laughs>
1: one week before graduation, and I'm sitting in the counselor's uh, office, because he was super cool. He's the only reason I made it through high school. And I'm sitting there one week before graduation. I was like, man, Mr. Bile, I... I don't know if I'm gonna make it to the end of the year. <laughs> I
3: don't know if I got it in me. He's like, he's like, you
1: literally have five more days until, until the end of the year. Can't swing it. I was like, man, I don't know. I I really hate this place.
0: <laughs> uh, he's like, all you right. Can make it. So we do not promote dropping out of school. No, 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 I don't promote
1: it. But doggone, I would never do it again. <laughs> Oh, oh, I still gosh. have nightmares about high school. They're like, you didn't graduate, and I'm like, I swear I
0: did. <laughs> Listen, guys, I warned you before you got this deep that this is what you were getting into. But hey, it's the final segment of the barstool bucks strategy. Barstool so, bucks
4: has always been a little off the yeah off the wall. Just swapping yeah. stories, having some beers. Yeah, I love it. Shit. That's great. Good stuff. I did. Uh, I did kill another deer <laughs> after. After gun season, uh, we actually went up north. If we want to talk about whitetails again. Oh, I'm cool. With yeah. That. No, we're cool with that. <laughs> we did do a, like, a, I don't know, whale, a, a fuck off hunt, doe season. There's plenty of deer or does. Mm-hmm. Roger Schwartz is listening to this. I will be dead and hung by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so we went up to Luther's property, and there's a bunch of does. And we're like, ah, oh, we're going to hang out, hunt in the box. Bullshit, crack up jokes, and then I was like, literally, like, I don't care if I kill any more deer. I already had a really good season, right? And then me and Brady, like, first night, are setting in the box together. Brady and or me and Brady were hunting the box. Luther and Dakota were hunting the box. We're like, yeah, yeah, hanging out, talking. So I'm like, Brado, night was a success. Like, somebody got the shoe. Like, I don't care what happens the rest of the weekend. We're gonna go to the bar, eat some good food, have some beers. Like, we're all gonna hang out. And then we just kept killing deer.
3: <laughs> like the whole rest of the weekend. It was
4: good. We, we ended up, I think we left that weekend with seven dead deer in the back of my truck. Like, oh my gosh. It got greasy. That's a but, herd, dude. Dude, it was like duck hunting. It was. That's pretty It cool. was us setting in boxes. Did they come and cupped up. <laughs> they, did. <laughs> they didn't quack. <laughs> but, mech, but it got mech. good. Yeah. Yeah. The first night we knocked three down. And then the next morning we knocked a couple more, I think. And then that last evening, uh, we got in a field and they were just, well, we got a little deception cause I'd never hunted some of those stands up there. They're the big giant, not, uh, tall wise, but like just big boxes that overlook, you can see forever up there. You've been up there. And, uh, the last evening Luther was like, I'm gonna get one, you know? And some deer came out and we're like, I'm like, Oh, there they are. Like, Way over there, they're going to come close. Well, they can go anywhere because we're not anything different where we were than what's they're already in, you know And then so left and he's like, and I was like, I oh, should have shot that little one. He's like, I can hit a deer at 150 yards. it doesn't matter." And I was like, okay, whatever. Well, then some big ones came out in the same spot and I'm like, all right, you know he's like, okay, he's like I'm on right. We'll shoot what I'm like. I'm on it. Aim high, pretty good ways out there. He shoots the, and I am not kidding. That bullet landed like a hundred yards short. And I'm like,
3: <laughs> dude,
4: I'm like, either fucking aim or aim higher. And he's like, what? And I was like, I said aim higher. <laughs> I was like, that was like a lot short. And he was like, what? And I was like, I don't know, like, what's going on? You know, I'm not looking to scope, but I'm just telling you, that bullet wasn't even fucking close.
3: <laughs> so he's like, all right,
4: my name higher. And he's like 20 yards short, and I'm like, damn. Deer still standing there? Deer still standing. It kind of like wiggled, a, like it. Yeah. It was like, what's Deer's going a couple on? Bounds. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? So, anyways, <laughs> that deer leaves after it gets shot at twice. There was a bunch of them. And then we end up getting one that was closer later on. And we went to step that off. Well, we had not noticed that from where that deer was on the ridge, that we went like down a valley up another ridge. It was like 500 yards across his field. And dude, you couldn't tell. Like, just the way that stand was positioned. I was like, Lou, like, we took off walking out of the box that night. And I was like, this is not the hill that it was on. And he was like, nope. Because the hill we thought it was on was like 150 yards. Because like you said. 80? No, we were on at the photo map booth. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, you can see forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, big misconception on like. Like, you think yeah. how I hunt, you know, we can see. That one
2: in the no good stand, I feel like you could really get tripped up on. Because you were looking yeah. out the edge of the no good stand yes. and you looked all the way down that field. We were hunt, the same Holy field, you
4: know, the no good stand looks at yeah. that field. You'd be facing north while we were facing west. Right. I mean, that field is just
2: huge.
4: huge. There's no tree, there's nothing to the, like, <laughs> just corn. We have
2: no ground markers. Here. And I'm like. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, anyways, but it ended up being an awesome hunt. I just had to poke fun at Luther because we had. It was not his fault. It was like that was a stupid long shot. But he missed. Yeah, talking about deer hunt too. Missed,
2: talking about deer hunt too. I had. I have continued my journey into the late season, <laughs> trying to kill a deer from the ground, and literally could have done it the other day. Wrong, wrong gender, of deer that came into range. I. I set out, and I'm like, I'm going to get one killed on the ground, and I can feel it. It was cold. I'm like, deer going to be going to food. I'm going to get in the woods. I'm going to walk the edge down about 50 yards off the field edge. I'm gonna find me a good spot to set up, you know. I walk through, and I'm walking down. I spotted doe. She's like uh, probably 70 or 80 yards from me. I'm like, that's a good sign. And I was on a trail that um, looked really good right there. So I was like, I'm just going to set up here. And this was probably at about 4 o'clock, so it probably an hour and a half. Of daylight left you know so i sat there sat there for about 30 minutes and uh one thing about ground hunting i can tell you i'm not gonna be good at it is i get antsy i'm like i'm on the ground anyway i might as well move I might as well, keep you know, I might as well just keep walking that's you know? why, that's so, my hang-up with so i walked down and that doe i watched her walk off and i'm like all right that looked like a good spot where she was at so i walk down i make like that 80 yards that 80 yards down there and i'm be, trying to be quiet as i can i get down there i'm like this is a good spot. Overlooking where she was, I'm like, this is good, I can shoot here. I was like, it looks kind of open to my right, but I'm like, oh, this, no, this is good right here. And I stood there for about five minutes. I'm like, no, no, I got to go around. I got to be able to get into both spots. And it was good. It was a good decision. It was a good decision. I literally stepped in that spot, got my feet kind of settled, kicked a few leaves around, and I'm like, perfect. This right here going to work. I, I, it, it hadn't been 15 seconds since I set my feet, planted them, and I'm just like done moving. And I see a body of a deer coming across this like tall, thick, you know, brushy like um, waterway runoff of a field where it runs into the woods and it's just created like uh, there's no trees growing, just real tall, nasty brush. And this deer's coming right through it. I'm like, oh, bingo, here we go. I'm like, got to kill a deer from the ground. And it, it comes out of that brush, and I just see nothing but rack. I'm like, "Damn it!" Like
3: this <laughs> thing. time And I'm like, this thing, like,
2: this thing right here is—I I guarantee you—this deer is just. Get, it's, this deer going to walk so close. to me. I can just tell. At this time, when I first see it, it's probably like 50 yards. You know, I'm like, "Thing's going to walk right up to me." I know it. Is. Sure as shit, comes. It's coming like beeline, and it just cuts a trail to the right, which brings it right to me. It walks up, and I'm in some like cedars. And this thing gets fifteen yards from me. Biggin? hundred and twenty inch buck. That's real big from the ground. ground. <laughs> oh my <laughs> That's god! A giant. I was just like, dude, if I still had a tag, oh, oh my yeah. god, <laughs> thing would go down right now, literally. And uh, had a perfect wind. And you know, weirdest thing, I mean, this wind, I could feel it hit my forehead as I'm watching this deer. Like, there's no doubt about it. it hit my forehead. And I'm watching, watching this deer comes up and comes up. And uh, there's probably a, from where I was standing, the hill that he climbed on was probably the top of my head. And I was down, you know, lower. So I'm, you know, five foot, 10, five foot eleven on a good day. And this deer, 6' above me, and about the time it tops the top of that hill, it just stops at 15 yards from me. Just stop. And I'm like, what? What's going on? It's like right at me. I don't know if that was a thermal thing or what, but that buck was like, Something's nope. Something was there. Nope. He, I mean, he stopped and locked up for probably, he probably have stood still for three minutes and just, nope, turned and headed straight away from me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn. You know, it's was interesting. I was like, huh. that's, that's kind of wild, you know?
1: I know of a guy that he hunts like that. Like, he'll, he walks paths and uh, just kind of, like, he stalks. Yeah. And uh, occasionally like still hunting? Yeah, he'll yeah. he'll like walk and walk and walk and then he'll find a brush pile he wants in and he'll like he said he crawls up in that brush pile and he'll just wait and see if anything goes by for a while. And then if he feels like keeping on going down the trail, he'll get out, walk. Which yeah. I mean, if you're mm. if you're not hunting the same place over and over again, yeah. you know.
0: You, you don't know. care
4: about tracking.
3: Well, so I
1: grew out.
2: I grew up reading articles about guys still hunting and they're like we walk a little bit and then you stop. You maybe stop five, five, ten, maybe fifteen minutes. You know, you find yourself a good spot with cover and you stop. And man, I've read about that stuff and read about it and then uh and Steven was talking about earlier this season about hunting deer on the ground, and I was like, man, I I've since seen some guys on TV do it and everything. I'm like, and I used to hunt deer on the ground when I was young. That's the <laughs> way I started. I didn't have money for stands or right. anything, you know? So I've just like had this like thing in my mind click i'm like i want to kill a deer from the ground doe or whatever but with my bow i've always hunted them from the ground when i was younger pretty much with a rifle you know and i'm like i want i want to get this done with a bow and it's unbelievable that was a that was an eye-opener for me because i was literally i'd walk 20 yards and i'd stop i'd get me i'd walk to a good piece of cover stop you know walk to a good piece of cover stop and, that's literally, and this buck, I mean, dude, I could have shot him three, four times. You know, I'm just Man. like... And I'm telling you right now, boys, if I'd have had a tag, it wouldn't matter what time of season it was. I was on the ground. Yeah. That deer had been on the wall. <laughs> you know, I get excited. Right. I mean, that deer was... I mean, he's probably... I said 120. When we scored him out, I mean, he's probably 109, maybe 111. Right. Good buck. Good Solid. Buck. Solid deer. <laughs> Solid deer.
0: Well And I've been happy. <laughs> that's That's awesome, because I know the caliber of deer that you've killed. And it... You know, a lot of people get all hyped up in the inches and stuff. Hell, I I do the same thing. I do too. Yeah. And you uh, you have different goals for different scenarios and situations. I mean. Yeah. What's up? Oh
3: nothing. <laughs> I, I was
1: just sign languaging with uh, Austin over here.
2: Asking. Was this I was this a duck thing? Like. <laughs> I,
3: thought, I thought birds were flying somewhere. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no,
2: no, and,
3: you know, Anyways, that, that is, that is <laughs> you're that right shit. there, Steven, you know,
0: I mean, it, man, it I, I won't appear. lie, uh, you know, my goal this year was, you know, and I, I typically base my goals off inches, but my goal this year was to shoot 140 inch buck and I had a 125 inch buck come in uh, in December and I pulled back on him, you know, I was, yeah. I was pumped to get an opportunity of a buck like that in the late season. Yeah, it d- didn't work out, you know, he uh, he didn't present the right kind of shot that I felt comfortable going ahead and shooting, especially after placing such a poor shot on the last deer that I shot in October. Yeah. yeah. But I really just appreciate that, because a lot of people, like I said, they get too hyped up about the inches, yeah. and they forget that this is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun,
4: yeah. Whenever we had that first podcast, and I set my goal to have fun, like, that was the best fucking thing like, That was the best man. goal you could
2: ever came up with. Because
4: I have had not only, I mean, deer season, I killed more deer this year than I ever have in a season. Killed the best, the biggest buck off dad's farm that we've ever killed out there. My second personal biggest deer. And then turned around, waterfowl season's been phenomenal. You know, yeah. trapping, I only trapped for a week. I wish i trapped more, but these damn birds are getting the best of me. Yeah. It's just been a an awesome just season in general. It's just been...
0: I would say you've definitely dead. had a record oh. year, man. Yeah, you've had, definitely spent. had a record year. Yeah. And I just said I'm having fun. Yeah. Granted,
4: well, don't get me wrong, the inches can always be bigger, you know. Yeah. And I, I had ended. my sights set on the Big Ten, and and I at the point when I shot my buck back here, I didn't know that he was going to be – well, he was already dead, maybe.
2: Yeah, when you shot your buck, he yeah. was dead for yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, he was already dead. But you didn't know that. Didn't
4: for at least
0: it. a week. Yeah. He was, yeah, because I shot my buck. You shot
2: yours on the – 14th
0: of november yeah. of november oh, yeah. this deer yeah. died
2: on your big 10 back here died on the 27th yeah. of october
4: yeah. so so that set our late yeah. season plans so
0: ablaze. reality is is you made all the right calls i mean yeah 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 and, and
2: you know i talked about this at the beginning of the season when i told you guys like my third deer hunt of the season i was on the ground and yeah. you and me talked about that before steven and then and then we talked about it on the podcast and i was just like Man, I had a blast that night. i seen tons yeah. of deer. I got close that night on a doe. Definitely. You know, I got within like 35 yards of a doe when I went to draw back. She busted, and I was just like, man, I'm going to get this done, and this is fun. I'm having fun with it. And don't get me wrong. I Me, me planting my butt in a tree in November and sitting hours on end, I passed tons of deer this year, and I had a blast. I got to watch bucks fight, bucks chase. You know, I got I got to watch all kinds of stuff from the stand this year, so I'm not down on that at all. But uh, from the ground is a it's a different perspective that I'm not used to um, for a long time. Yeah, and that's it's definitely
4: gonna be a. It's always been kind of like one of those bucket list things. Like it'd be cool yeah. to do, but I don't ever. I got really don't have the balls to so just go try it. <laughs>
2: but, and I think I didn't either for years. Yeah. I was always like casey you're gonna spook more deer than you you're gonna you're gonna spook more than you hurt and i'm at this point i'm just like you know what i'm not hunting a 700 acre piece of property that i get to really control anything on anyway it's not like the deer come to the 100 acres i lease and they just stay there they never will they're never gonna stay on just 100 acres it's not gonna
4: happen the night that i shot i think we like had a podcast and we were talking about this whole ground hunting thing and then one night it was like cold and rainy it was just one of them nights like early season deer were gonna move i seen 17 deer at larry's i shot like the second or third one i seen but then i I also shot at some turkeys missed another deer like it got pretty western (laughs) (laughs) so at one point i I remember this night (laughs) i was out of arrows and i was like got a lot of daylight better go fetch these arrows up and i got my arrows picked up and then i'm I'm like on the ground like re-getting you know shit together and I'm like, I'm going to get back in the tree. And I looked over, and, like, the field, the, the neighboring field, which is, <laughs> I mean, those I'm hunting the same deer. They just split and go to that field or split and come to my field. They're like, that field's starting to fill up, and I'm on the ground, and I had two bucks come by me on the ground. And I was like, this is awesome. They weren't, you know, that early in the season. I was like, yeah, still being picky. But it would have been sweet to shoot one off the ground. And Dude, I could have cool shot be, one off the ground. Be in that position, so.
1: I, w- I just was walking to the deer stand. And I was like literally one tree away from the deer stand. I walked out from behind this big old oak. And there was a doe at like five yards. And she saw me at the same second that I saw her. And we both just kind of like like jolted because we were both like, oh, Thank crap. You. And I just stood real still. And I was like, and she wasn't looking at me. She was looking like in front of her and a little bit to the right. And I was like. I could draw back and shoot her. And I stood there. I was like, I'm not going to, because I was trying to, hmm. that buck that I was praying for, <laughs> he was still up and walking. So I was like, I'm not going to shoot her, but I definitely could. And I, we stood there for like 30, 40 seconds, and finally she just kind of trotted off. And I was like, well, that was cool. And that's a weird thing,
2: too. I want to mention, I sent you guys a snap this year. I know I did. Steven and Austin, I don't think I said to you, Travis. So I don't think we were friends on Snapchat at that time, but I was going in for a rut hunt. It was probably, like, November 7th, and I was walking in in the evening to to set up, and this doe was, like, bedded, like, 30 yards from where I was going to set up. And I literally, I, like, I think I, sna- I, I know I Snapchatted it. I don't know if you guys remember, but I Snapchatted it, and I, like and I even walked a little bit further past my tree and stopped, I backed up and went back to my tree. I literally could have sat the phone down and shot her. And I'm just weird like that. I was like, you came in here to stand hunt. You didn't even come in here to ground it. You had a plan. Right. And, hmm. you you know, it's the middle of the rut, too, and I'm also hunting bucks, so it's kind yeah. of a thing. I was just like, no.
1: Nah. And, and rifle? I don't, I, you know, could have probably shot that doe from the ground. And rifle season, than I than could likely. have shot a pretty nice eight from the ground. Because I, I walked in, and the wind, the wind kind of shifted on my way in, I didn't even look at the weather, but there was a stand that I wanted to sit in and the wind shifted and I was like I think I'll just stand on this side of the like into the trees, but I just sat on the ground. I was like, I know it was kind of in the area where that buck had been seen in years prior. I was like, I'll just sit here and see what happens. And I was sitting there for like, I don't know, 30 40 minutes and I just looked behind me over my shoulder and there's a uh, I mean a pretty m- good mass not too wide but good mass eight and he walked like 20 yards from me and he smelled me he smelled my track on the way in but and he bolted but I was like huh uh, and next year this next year there's going to be a stand on that side cuz the wind is usually northwest and the stand that's in that field you would have to cross a creek where they cr- where they cross and I don't like that and the wind would be blowing into the creek which I don't like that because they they'd follow this creek up and I think this next year I'm gonna put a stand up but I learned a lot this year that was the main thing I, I kind of I did have hopes of you know killing uh, Pope and Young but also I was mostly just trying to like get out there and figure some stuff out. And I feel like I figured, I like I didn't figure it just a ton out, but I figured out a lot more than what I was expecting to, like how the deer kind of move and the wood, you know. I have a lot of acreage that I, I'm blessed that I can hunt, and I kind of figured out how the deer use a lot of the different places. I, I don't have all of them down yet, but I, I know a lot more than I did at the beginning of the year. And... I know where there's going to be a bunch of sheds. It's, if I can get permission,
0: I don't know, but I know where there's sheds. I'm glad you learned a lot, man. It's it's really cool seeing you grow as a bow hunter um, because you kind of changed gears this year and went after a ma- mature deer, mm-hmm. a mature buck. Right. Uh, so it's cool because, I mean, all you, all you knew with bow hunting was just shooting and having fun and that's yeah. cool but there's a certain challenge that comes to to hunting mature bucks and and you took it on and you, I, I couldn't have been more proud of you whenever you shot your buck this year man it was awesome I'm blush I'm going to blush <laughs> <laughs>
1: No I appreciate that cuz I before it was like get up in a stand shoot a deer and yeah that can be fun for a while but then when it, if you don't have like I get bored really easy with a lot of stuff that's like any any trade I can learn or any craft or I'm a nerd about a lot of different things and like if there's no challenge to something like if I went out and smashed ducks every single time and it was like super easy I would still probably go but it would be a lot less fun because there's times where I'm like man what am I like I need to be able to figure this out and that drives me to to hunt harder Because if I, if you don't get any hunting though, you
2: know, like deer hunting, duck hunting, that's, that's the intriguing part to all of us is that you can read a million articles, you can listen to a million podcasts, you never got it fully figured out. They're, they got a brain just like we do, which changes all the time, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's a, it's never for sure bet. It
1: was, it was super fun just trying to, well, first of all, seeing just deer movement, at different times of the year because like i would go bow hunting like september 15th to maybe early october and then i might jump in the stand and, you know in an afternoon in high school or something but it wasn't like i was out there every day seeing how everything was changing and i wasn't hunting a bunch of different spots i was hunting like two different spots which kind of hard to learn when you're in a place that didn't have deer And that's why I was hunting that long. (laughs) But then, and then through rifle season, I saw it change again. And then after rifle season, oh my gosh, if you could kill, if somebody killed a deer in my neck of the woods, like the week after rifle season, kudos to you. Because I could not (laughs) even, I never saw one. Like if it wasn't nighttime, I didn't see a deer for like two weeks.
2: I'm telling you right now, if you can find a scrape about the size of this table, that's where they're. That's where them damn things are at. <laughs> because I'm telling you right now, the uh, December seventh, eighth, and ninth was almost like November seventh, eighth, and ninth. If you were around that scrape, it was huh. the weirdest thing this year. And in so the daylight. Weird. In the daylight. Oh my god. In the daylight. Two different bucks. You know, one's a 125 to 130-inch 8-pointer, but he's really nice-looking, good-looking deer. The other one's up, you know, mid-50s, 12-pointer, you know, 11-pointer. And just like, wow. Yeah. You know, middle of the day. I'm not talking five minutes before dark. I'm talking one of them hit the scrape at 10. The other one hit the scrape at 1. See, that would be an all-day sit. That just just blew my mind. I've I've seen... I've had really good luck, actually. Anytime I've ever hunted in December,
3: mm-hmm.
2: for whatever reason, I don't know if just pick the right days Dude. or what it is. I don't. I can't say I hit it like I do November because I don't at all, never have. But I've had some really good luck in December. And the last couple of years, my cameras in December have showed things that...
3: December's, if I ain't got it
2: done next year, I can guarantee you I'll be taking some
1: extra days in December. December, like the first week or two... In December is just like I, I mean I'd, I've never experienced it with deer but it was like the first two weeks of December if you can be duck hunting man it well that uh, one with uh, that hunt with Eric that we went on we went on a drive what <laughs> and Eric duck hunting yeah and, yeah, and it, talking it talking may be all details. just weather
2: dependent for all wildlife you know it was insane oh that day was amazing. and
1: it was like for every day I was seeing all my buddies just crush if if you could get in to a duck park or you had a private hole you were smashing ducks yeah, yeah. now it's and it's the same thing for Arkansas January 1 to January like 14 I mean it's but that's when ducks are here and it's pretty Nothing's froze up And you can Kill me it. dude Dude well sorry <laughs> Listen are we not On a hunting podcast I'm sorry Wait dude I'm no, a, I glad know. to
2: apologize For listen. my weakness Which is ducks
1: Yeah listen <laughs> You guys like deer I like ducks He's talking about How hunting in December For
4: deer is great and I'm
0: saying Oh I know I it love you I will guys
1: What me Casey up. says
4: Cause like December for me In years past fucking sucks like that's why I, <laughs> well like don't beat sec- around the bush <laughs> sec- I know I've said fuck a lot tonight I'm not gonna apologize <laughs> <laughs> that is why like you see like I do everything outside cause I deer hunt so hard and then after the second week of rifle season I'm like I don't care like I'm giving up on these deer because hunting my dad's little slice of transition that the rut is so magical in is not a spot for December. Well, going up north, you know, a few years in a row now, and figuring out that there's all these giant, wide open fields, and then there's all these little fingers and thickets that nobody goes in. You can't drive a truck in them, nobody's walking them. Well, guess where the deer all went and hid to? Yeah. Well, all the Low neighbors spots. pushed them into these little thickets. So when we hunted, we were instead of hunting our food plots that we spent all summer planting, well, we all went and set in boxes. Where these fingers are all, and then right at dark, they would just poke their heads out of these thickets and we would get them, you know. And it's that's we just learned how to hunt them, like you were saying, learning your spots because sitting in my dad's woods, don't I, you're not going to kill a deer <laughs> there in December. It, yeah. We could sit there all December long in case you can say this is a good time to hunt and we're not going to kill a deer. <laughs> but, <laughs>
2: yeah, but, you know, might add you got to be in the right spot. Yeah. I think
0: that brings us full circle yeah. to what I was saying originally. Is that, you know, they they got to be where the deer are, and you yeah. figured it out this year, or maybe it was years past, but that they're gonna be coming in in those thickets, yeah, and exactly. not working your food plots that were over hunted during yeah. the season.
3: Mm-hmm. So definitely,
0: definitely, they they move. Yeah. Well, let
2: me let me just iterate to people that are listening to this and be like, I found a scrape. The scrape I'm talking about that has had this movement is in the nastiest, most awesome looking um, cedar mixed with grass that's about four and a half foot tall in the middle of the timber package that you could ever, I, I, you can't even put it into, into words how good this spot looks. It's, it's amazing. It looks like deer paradise. You walk a few feet, you get one, you know, tree that. Maybe shoots up to thirty or forty foot. You maybe get a stand up to ten or twelve foot in it at the th- at the most, and then it's just grass and briars, grass and briars. Ooh, and I think this I think scrape you just is gave in, th- scrape is in between two ponds in a, in a wood thicket, too,
4: on top of it. It's Do you just mind that, just, like, posting your Onyx map so people yeah, can see? Yeah, kinda, I don't think you, you know, quite just like, I just want to. I just want to explain.
2: You know, I've found tons of scrapes from years past, and i thought, man, this is a really big scrape. I'm going to put a camera over this. People say deer come back to scrapes in late season, this and that.
4: No. This <laughs> is a rabbit hole, but, like, what you described is, like, Basically, you describe what's already naturally there, but like when people are like, "I have this giant piece of timber that I need to make better," you thin it and burn it, and grasses grow and scrub trees grow, and then it makes places like that that you just described. It and that is what is deer happened. are in, and they want to be there.
2: That is what has happened on this place. You probably got a a, a hundred foot long by forty foot wide swath where big trees have been taken out of. And in, in that timber, it has allowed cedars and grass to grow, basically, and briars. And it is a deer paradise. You
1: described a place that is literally a place that I can hunt.
4: And you that, ain't stepped foot in it.
1: And I didn't step <laughs> foot in it. But you described it perfectly. I mean, there's a pond. There's a bunch of tall trees around it. There's a bunch of cedars with high
4: I'd check it for grass. sheds, too.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that I found a shed in there last year. Oh, didn't think to hunt it but i did, well but <laughs> hey, it was first year it was a, year. it was a shed like this
4: well he's probably got a fork this year man yeah right well I might even your be second legal. Bump,
1: maybe but <laughs> I, I just didn't think well it's kind of a bedding area and i was like well i don't know if i want to go poking around in there you know i don't want to re- and well and, the,
2: and to be honest that was something else we talked about this year i said i'm going to be a little bit more aggressive and this was a bedding area and i knew that and but i was like whatever it was like october 10th i'm like going in there <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna grab i'm gonna grab a few cameras on the way i'm gonna walk right through that bad boy see what happens i threw that camera on there i it, i think it was it was middle october for sure i don't know if it's the 10th for sure but threw it on there and that son of bitch has done nothing but just light up and i'm like huh. damn I, I keep thinking why i wasn't I in there two weeks before that why i wasn't in there september 30th or there, that scrape was probably already there and established, and I missed probably a lot of deer in that period. I think I'm going to
1: get a stand put up in there, and that way I don't have to carry around my my uh, mobile, yeah, mobile stand, and then I can just sneak in there real quiet because I have a hard time with my stand banging around on it. Like, I'd take mm-hmm. bungee straps and hook it to it, but it still rattles a little bit, and I'm like... Oh, dude,
2: get some of them night eyes twist ties then things. keep it locked tight hmm. use those steve nope no no nope. use I'll j hooks those
0: out. or anything on your stand um so the lone wolf custom gear yeah sticks they stick together a suction cup together a little bit yeah and then i, I got just those. strap into the stand gotcha yeah I'd oh have you have to just show you strap the them
2: with the actual strap for the stand yep and then you just pull that tight gotcha yeah, yeah. gotcha i'm gonna it's
4: not great but it works
2: See, I got my, like, Lone Wolf custom gear sticks. I stack them together, you know, like a
4: four-pack. They're about that Do you thick. put yours, like, how that's, like, even, or do you go sideways? like? Mine
2: stack sideways. My sticks are laying out there on the tailgate. But they stack flat on their side. And then I just wrap all the straps around them. Yeah. No buckles. I don't use buckles anymore. I just wrap them, you know,
1: flip the buckle around. I got to redo my setup. Around the...
2: The knob deal or whatever, I just throw it around there, pull it tight, loop it up back through, and then pull it tight again, and it cinches it tight to the tree without having that metal. That's a good
4: idea. I did it's see... It's awesome,
2: because I don't... i seen a thing You where know that, when you throw it around one time, and you're trying to be real quiet, it's milling over, and clink. Yeah. And I... Oh, dude. It just drives me i seen a thing insane. where the guy took...
4: So those have, like, those buttons on those sticks. The yeah, the, the Versa buttons, yeah. yeah. The guy just had paracord with diff with loops in it and so he would pull it around to whatever loop was close click it on there and it just held it and i'm like
2: well with paracord you're gonna get bungee effect so it's gonna be like yeah if you just take those cam buckles off your strap there just take it all the way off then take that strap piece throw it around the tree and you come up underneath of the versa button and then pull it tight up you know and it'll cinch up to where it's level and then you mm-hmm. come back down around the top of the verse button and behind the strap and pull it tight down, pull down on the step. I think we That's need so a YouTube video
4: of this. Tight. I didn't correct. think I would take knot tying lessons from Camry, but I think I just learned something. Well, Dude, it locks it tight. <laughs> and I like it. Well, you can
1: guarantee you're never going to take a knot lesson from me because you know a lot of knots. Oh, my gosh. That's one thing I learned this <laughs> I season like is Carter. He's a Boy Scout? He's an Eagle Scout. <laughs> <Girl> Scout. <laughs> Eagle Scout. Damn. Girl Scout. <laughs> He's just like yeah. He's like, yeah, you just do this, and you just see his hands move a little bit, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> pow. No, all of a sudden, there's a big, beautiful knot there. Yeah, yeah it's like God, a, a tight knot, and he's like, yeah, and if you ever want to undo it, and he just like, flicks the knot, and it falls apart. And you're he like, gives what? it a click. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, my gosh. Done with that knot. <laughs> It'll hold tight until you just flick That's it. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. No. Well, I don't know oh. if you guys want to talk about anything else but
4: uh where else we at
1: i've been ripping up trees in my woods because all i got is hackberries so
4: i got yeah. a tree puller on a skid steer oh you're yanking them out of the I'm ground i'm yanking them out of the ground Won't
2: be long it's time to frost seed clover that'll be coming what soon what are
4: you doing with them after you yank them up you just leave uh, them or you well, make a brush pile i've
1: been it's kind of hard to move them with the the skid steer with that attachment yeah. so i just kind of been pushing them all in a pile and then uh but i got i have like I mean, thirty to forty-inch hackberries in my woods. It's diameter. It's, it yes, it's huge, huge hackberries. I'm telling, I like, I can't. Then you're
4: pulling them up with a
1: bobcat. No, no, no. I, I've been. I was gonna doing, say,
2: man, I had trouble with them six-inch, seven-inch cedars well, with well, the I, bobcat. Yeah, <laughs>
1: anything, anything six-inch or less, I'm pulling up. Yeah. Um But my father-in-law is gonna come over with his high lift, and we're gonna push all the big ones down and then i'm gonna plant he ordered a bunch of seedlings yeah. so i'm gonna plant a bunch of uh, uh pin oaks because they keep their leaves and i'm gonna do that next to my house that way uh windbreak and just kind of cover and then on the inside i'm gonna plant some white oaks and stuff and then i'm gonna leave a uh, like i don't know an acre or so and plant something in it i don't know Nice, but yeah, no. I'm redoing my woods because it's all trash. It's ash, Kentucky coffee trees, which I'm going to keep them, and uh, hackberries. So literally, no
4: food. Is there any timber value to a hackberry? I don't think so. I mean, Is there any like,
2: mushrooms know. growing in your woods? There's a, bunch of, the There's a
1: <laughs> bunch of
4: mushrooms. There's a bunch of mushrooms. Like
1: I've, right. I picked chanterelles. I picked, uh, oh they're like they're called like chicken of the woods well i have chicken of the woods yeah um these things are called like oysters or something like woods yeah, oysters. Yeah. i got a bunch of them like yeah. i could pick 50 pounds of them if i wanted to yeah. um i haven't picked a morel in there yet really no. I'm surprised all but i i didn't buy the place till july mm, so yeah. i bet you you ain't seen fall. a season then right you know. so yeah. you never know Yeah, there might might want to leave
2: a few of those ash. (laughs) Well,
1: I'm not gonna demolish all my woods at once, but but I am getting rid of. And then I'm gonna make a a lake with a drain on it, so I can drain it down, let grasses and stuff grow, and then shut it and fill it back up, and hopefully ducks and geese will use it. Yeah. And then uh, how much timber you got? Uh, well, I've got I've got 20 acres, about half of it's timber. Nice. And then uh, I'm gonna take some. uh, Oh those trees we saw down south cypress cypress yeah he has some cypress trees that he has he bought a bunch of them and uh i'm gonna put those in the pond nice so that it'll be kind of like a dude that cypress lake was wild it was wild we went down to uh duck creek and it was was cypress lake was the name of the lake cypress lake was was the refuge yeah and it was like you it was three miles long nothing but a few cypress trees scattered and i I probably saw 3,000 cattle yeah. in there. But
4: the cypress trees were giant. Mm-hmm. They were just massive. Mm-hmm. Just and I figure... Set in the military. It but, didn't look like we were in Missouri anymore. No. I did not feel like we were in not Missouri. Not even planet Earth. No.
3: It was totally different. <laughs> we, we
1: walked we into in that state. timber, dude. And two hours in that timber was seven <laughs> years on Earth, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it that was wild. weird. It was weird. The yeah. trip. Totally flat. Big timber everywhere. Everything looked the same. I would have got lost but they were calling at ducks and i followed the sounds of their calls back to them because i i was i turned around too many times and i was like where am i and then i heard them call and i was like i'm just gonna walk to them hopefully this is them turned out to be them. so you guys <laughs> not
2: have decoys out? you were just walking no, we through did. the timber calling. we did
4: no we had decoys and we set up but
1: i went on a adventure you got to go
4: adventuring when you're duck hunting see if the next spot's better
1: right and i did find a hole that was a little bit better we did yeah. and then we killed a duck and we killed a duck and we could have killed some more, but they freaking, oh, they were zooming, man. It was weird though. We had that wall of there was a wall of mallards. I bet you there's like a thousand mallards just sprinkled throughout the woods, and like, just we would
4: came upon us.
1: They would like swim towards us, and I guess it was because we were calling it other ducks. But they would swim towards us in like a line, and then we'd be like, eh, let's just walk over there. We weren't having the best of the morning. I was like, "No, oh, we could just walk over there and kill a couple." And we started walking over there, and they spooked up. And it's like every two hours, they just come, they move back. And I was like, "What is happening? This is the strangest environment I've weird. ever been in." You don't in. see that in the marsh. No, ever. no. <laughs> but it was just a wild. You feel experience. protected
2: in that standing timber. Yeah. Oh, 100 mm-hmm. yeah. percent.
1: Yeah. And they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It was hard hunting.
4: If but anybody has any tips on killing ducks in a timber?
1: Yeah, we're marsh hard. fiends out here, so if uh, you got any tips to hunt in flooded timber, holla at me because I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> holler at it. you, boy. Yeah, holla <laughs> at you, boy. Oh, shit.
0: Well, guys, um, we were coming up on almost an hour and 45 here. No one's listening anymore. No, no. <laughs> And if you are, man, we really appreciate you because, yeah. you know, We've been rambling like crazy. Yeah, like, been a little fucked.
3: <laughs> only, only thing
1: we didn't talk about is elk and black bear.
0: <laughs> we touched a little bit on the elk. Yeah, we touched a little, a little bit. bit on the elk. But yeah. overall, man, I had a, had a great time. It was, it's been a great season, you know, despite I'm probably going to eat some tag soup this year. Oh, you can't have that mindset. You're going to kill one tomorrow. Hey, hey I'm going to be in the woods, you yeah. know, the mindset, though. You know, we'll see you know it i it, hope you prove yourself right. i hope i prove myself oh, right. God. I, I hope, hope so be, too. i hope we have to have another podcast tomorrow Fucking
4: <laughs>
2: we have to barstool bucks one more time for the <laughs> yeah. end of
0: season i killed one i'd be <laughs> cool with that um but you know the 573 had a really successful year and uh we're bringing in 2022 strong i know that carter's already been out slaying the geese and i'm just thinking of ways of how i'm gonna find some sheds and take down some turkeys and i know travis is itching to get out there and waterfowl hunt a little more and mm-hmm. who the hell knows what casey's gonna be doing
4: i'm
2: gonna be doing something i'm, I'm hungry
4: kelsey <laughs> sounds like he's leaving a lot for <laughs> preparing Playing yourself. on it babe i did a,
2: did a real good job with the new baby you know that yep. a, lot of, a lot of western <laughs> trips planned. love you yes a lot of western tri- i may even be in for wyoming elk still i just you just never know about me
0: well, we've got some really cool episodes coming down the pipeline. I think you guys are really going to enjoy, and uh, if you enjoyed this one, then I know for sure you're definitely going to enjoy the, the future ones to come. So uh, it, with that being said, um, I appreciate you guys following along the last uh, the last couple seasons with us, and we're going to continue to pump out more more content as we go. Do you guys have any final words before we wrap this up? No, nah, no. Nah, we all really appreciate it, though. You know, we enjoy
2: doing this. We hope you guys enjoy listening to it, and so uh, you know, hopefully, we can continue to do it and bring you all some uh, some content you all enjoy listening to. So.
4: Yeah, we up. are having uh, the Buck Party, the Bose oh, Buck Party, yes. February twelfth. Yeah. A lot of guys in that if group listen to followers, this. Followers uh, that aren't in the Bose Snapchat, feel free to come on out and get a hold of Stephen. We'll uh, probably be out here yeah that all that day yeah for
2: sure we're gonna have some food we're gonna gonna uh, we're gonna award some prizes man you guys come out and we meet up y'all can get in the bug contest for next year um we can grow that thing it'd be awesome that'd be really cool
0: definitely definitely travis anything else well
1: good luck if you're hunting and uh if you listen to this podcast and let us know i mean if you see us out in public we like to know you know if there's anything we can do better, or if you like what we're doing, or even just if you want to say what's up, then we're say all what's up? yeah, we're all friendly, you know. So yeah. don't be shy.
0: That's a perfect way to cap it off, guys. We'll see you on the next one.